Get ready. Yeah. Y'all ready for some live shit? Welcome. Welcome to the D, baby. It's all live down here. What you see is all real. What up, though? What up, though? Welcome back. Episode 344 of the What Up Though podcast. Yep. Yep. Yo, they drinking took me out, nigga. Um, <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Dez. Motherfucker hit me up. Like, I had a Dez appointment. I'm free. What you got up? I was at home doing shit, doing nothing. And, well, I just, I say nothing. I just put together this fucking office chair for my wife sitting there. He told me, you want to come back? like bet. And then it was like the SpongeBob hours later. Like I was fucked up <laughs> drinking beer and bourbon and watching fucking random ass TV and shit. Say there is no innocent like Dan pop up. Like if Ooh. Dan pop up, he he not gonna leave. You. When he leave, you not gonna be in the same condition <laughs> you was in when he showed up. <laughs> yeah, and it was just like okay, cool. Well, I'll I'll him. be casual, casually have a few shots and you know some beers and shit. Next thing you know, I. I think he yeah, left like sweet. close to dog. He he left close to eight. I'm like, it was like seven forty five ish, eight something like that. And I'm like, bet I I sat on the couch with the wife and the dog. Next thing you know, I'm out I'm like cool. It's like nine o'clock. I'm like, bet get ready. You know, I say I'm saying to myself, well, I'm gonna get ready. You know, go in the garage. I kind of leaned on another pillow. Next thing I know, it was it was nine forty five. I was like, a message <laughs> like, oh shit. <laughs> Like damn, that was the longest forty. That was the shortest forty-five minutes ever in life, dude. And what's weird is like, man, Dan got to drink so much because, like, I don't even think of Dan that much as a drinker. But like, I feel like Dan can drink consistently and be virtually unaffected. So he has to be like the biggest drinker. And it's like he do drink all the time. Like he do. Like and like, he does. But the thing is, he's he, he's the, so the, like low key and chill with it. And he does. I feel like I've never seen him like fucked up. Like very rare. Like like real. Like I have, but like not like often. Like like I feel like it's very rare. Most of the time, he's just like casually drinking, and then he just goes over whatever. And it's like man, but you think like man, as much as everybody else was drinking. And we all fucked up, and he was drinking the whole time. Like we're, we're casually like we're sitting, drinking at like, noon and shit. Like, like we're sitting in the same spot. Why am I not as fucked up as? Why is he not as fucked up as me? Like it's been moments, mm-hmm. but I think normally it's because the motherfucker works like twenty one hours a day or some shit. Like not not just because he's drunk and shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah. So I I say how to say I was yeah I was I was done. Um, and now I'm sitting here trying to get this tzatziki's taste out of my mouth because I had this fucking lamb bowl from this spot. Um and I, I like already man it was good as fuck. <laughs> uh, but I just got this tzatziki sauce taste in my mouth. I'm trying to clear it out with with uh scotch and smoke a cigar. Like it's the like, it's, it's the most manly approach ever. Just drink <laughs> some scotch and smoke a cigar. Right. I'm like that's why you're getting rid of it. Sure. You sure about that? You sure about that? That's why well, I will say the the scotch has helped get the state the taste out because I started smoking a cigar and I still kept tasting the fucking tzatziki sauce in my mouth. But then I was like, you know what? Let me drink a little more intentionally versus just my normal sipping, right. and that's definitely helped. Uh, I really wanted a pop, but I didn't have any, so 
Um, like you really just wanted, you just really just wanted some scotch. It had nothing to do with the tzatziki I'm sauce. Sitting, I'm sitting <laughs> you here. Sure, like, you sure about that? That's not move, why. Move, move, moving, moving scotch around my mouth like it's mouthwash and shit. You know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Um, so yeah, I guess you know we'll do our customary. Uh, how about those lions? And uh, yeah, we're just kind of used to winning right now. <laughs> <laughs> So no, that's a wild, right that's a wild statement to make. No, right? <laughs> like, yo, we just mad used to it. <laughs> like, we, we just, used to we win just, it now. We just winning now, man. Shit, like, yo, know. this shit is just, like, this shit is just comfortable right now. We, we, we I mean, that was that loss was so like a month ago, dude. Like, what the fuck, man? And then, like, <laughs> again, I, I, I said at the time, like, I, like, yes, I feel bad that we lost the game, but that is not a lion. That didn't feel like a lion's loss, like. We let the game get away. We came back, and they were able to score in that first drive of overtime. It was like, okay, like, that's – if you're going to lose, you know, losing in overtime, at least, you know, at least you ain't get smacked around and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, like, it wasn't a, it wasn't a typical Lions loss. They came back to force overtime, and they just weren't able to pull it out. And so funny, like, until you said it, I, I was just – as you were talking, before you said – you know how we end up losing. I was about to say I don't remember how we lost, and I yeah. didn't remember how we lost until you just said it. Like, okay, yeah, right. Because we so overtime. accustomed to the yeah, biggest yeah. losing in spectacular fashion. <laughs> well, not that is that I just blocked that loss out. I've been thinking about all the wins and shit. Like, I, 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 I for real didn't recall. I mean, I could, I would have thought about it at some point, but as you were saying that, I did not recall how do we lost. And I'm sitting like, here I like, feel, how did the game go? Okay, I feel I the same way. This is very similar. And it, well, it's it's similar in dynamic, but not in 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 degree. But like the when the Pistons beat the Lakers for the championship at 04, it was kind of the same thing. Like the four wins was all ass whoopings that were great, and the one loss was one that the Lakers barely eked out in like overtime, and they needed Kobe heroics to pull it out. So like people were like upset after that game. And all I said after that game was like, if that's what the Lakers needed to beat us, they're in big fucking trouble since the next three games are in Detroit. And that's exactly what happened. And that's how I kind of feel about that Seattle game. I was like, man, that's what it took to beat us. <laughs> like, all right. <laughs> like, I don't feel that bad about it then. And the only reason it felt bad at the time was because it followed the Kansas City win, which was like such a magnificent high. But now I look back on that that Seattle win, like you said, you forgot how it, I mean, the Seattle loss, you forgot how it even happened. Like, that's kind of how I look at it now too. It feels like, man, that was, that that was a, uh, that that's more of like a, a badge of honor for Seattle. Like, wow, we really, they really pulled one out. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They really got us that they really caught us with our pants down that day. (laughs) Cause like, it ain't like, man, cause these niggas look like some fucking bosses. dog. It's like, like I think the the message that I put in our group chat, I think, is the best way to uh really explain what the how good the Lions are. Which was like when you when you beat the teams that you're supposed to lose to, and you beat the shit out of the teams you're supposed to beat, you're a really good team. And yeah, like, and that's game, exactly what they're win, doing. Win the game you're supposed to win. There was there was no way they were supposed to lose to the Panthers this week. You know, there was no way they should have lost to Green Bay. They won. There was no way they should have lost to Chicago. They won. So they're doing what they really haven't done, you know, historically, is win the games they're supposed to win. And, and they're it's not, just and, so but they're fucking not refreshing. Just winning, and they're not just winning the games. Like, like typically, the, Li- oh, they're, like, they're, yeah, they're the Lions win the games every now and the then. Games. Like, yeah, yeah, they're beating the shit out of these teams. Yeah. Like, so none of those winning. games, like, none of those games at any point felt in question. 
Like, well, not at any point, but I'm like, especially the last two weeks, man. The Carolina game and um, uh, was the Atlanta game the, the last one or was the Green Bay game the one before that? But I, I don't know. The Green, like the the game Green before... Bay game too. All three of those, actually. The Green Bay game, the Atlanta game, and this Carolina game. Like all three of those games felt like, oh, this this ain't gonna happen for the other. This ain't gonna happen. Well, for the other I mean, the, the game before, uh, I think that was Atlanta. Was that Atlanta? Or we, I forget who we played before that. The, um, I just know Green Bay, Atlanta, Carolina was the last three. So, so the the game prior, Atlanta or Green Bay was the before Carolina, and then the other one was before that. Yeah. So the prior game, um, oh, that was Green Bay. I think uh, we got. The interception, Green Bay intercepted on the first drive. And I'm like, oh, get the fuck out of here. You know what I'm saying? And then they just, you know, that was the only one other than that was the only one I was like, okay, is this is going to be some fuck shit. You know what I'm saying? Because we didn't start off strong. But that was <laughs> it was like, funny okay. is like, I didn't experience that because I missed the very beginning of the game. So I didn't oh, so you, that so you didn't have So you have no feelings of that. I shit, had no, you know? I had no negative feelings whatsoever. And when I say I missed, I don't mean like I missed the first quarter. I mean, like I missed maybe that play and only that play. <laughs> like, I, like I didn't miss, like I didn't miss very much of that game. So like, but I never experienced the like, oh man, they threw an interception right away. I never experienced that. <laughs> I only found out about it secondhand. So like, for me, it's just been like, man, they just started beating the shit out of these every team right away. <laughs> and I'm like, man, this has been that that's been the craziest part of it. Because like, yeah, we've had seasons where the Lions win games. Like, oh cool, the Lions won today, and it just it feels like. It almost feels like a a, a lucky event that happened. Like, oh shit, the Lions won today. Cool. And, but now it's like these niggas is going in. It's like, all right, time to take care of business. Like, we don't have time to fuck around with these little weak teams today. <laughs> like, like, like we got we got statements to make and business to handle. And, like, that's what I've never seen the team like that before. Like, like I said, that, that's what I've been saying this whole season. Like, this is what it feels like to watch a good football team. Because I'm like, these niggas go in and they just do what needs to happen, dog. <laughs> like, it's like I'm watching it like man, they just doing whatever they want to they they do whatever they want to do to the point where they try new shit I've never seen before, and even that shit works. <laughs> like, right, these niggas like, are doing flea this? flickers, you know, the defense casual flea flickers, shit. dog. I've seen more flea flickers this season than I probably by the lions that I've probably seen like I don't know in the last decade. <laughs> like, flea flickers never happened, dog, and they've done it like what two or three times already this year? At least twice. At least yeah. twice. And, At least um, twice. And, and they've gone for it on fourth down. They like, go for it on fourth down once a game. At least right. once a game. <laughs> yeah, dog. And it's not even like, oh, fuck, they about to do it. Hope it doesn't. Right. It's like, nigga, we, it's like you, you're, you're pissed when it does. Like, I remember, like, this past game, I was listening to it. I was helping my cousin move, and I had my headphones on. And they actually, I'm sorry, I was in the car. And they went for it. And they didn't get it. And I was just like, God damn it. I'm just because I'm just expecting them to get it every fucking time now. Yeah. I, then, I, I know their then, percentage is high with it. Yeah. And then also they've normalized going for it so much that even when they don't. And, well, it's a combination of normalizing going for it and then being as good as they are to where even if they don't get it, they're usually going for it in situations where I'm okay with it. Like they're not going for it at their own 20 yard line and shit, you know, like they might go right. for it at like, say like the, the opposing teams 45 and they'd be like, Oh, it's fourth and one. We're going to go for it. You know, something like that. Right. And I'm like, all right, whatever. 
but then they're so good that even if they don't get it, I'm kind of just like, uh, <laughs> like they're just gonna they're just gonna stop this team in the next three downs anyway. You know, so yeah. it's like the defense is to come out, you know, and be good. So it's like yeah, you're not I'm even like, like you're you I mean you you're always as a fan, you know, whenever some a play doesn't go your way, you're kind of oh fuck. But at the same time, you're like, okay, I got full confidence in defense. Okay, we're good. We'll be back in a minute. You know, what I'm yeah, saying? So. It, it's it's a different it's a different feeling because before every time the Lions made a mistake, it was like a huge deal because it felt like they needed everything to go their way in order yeah. to win. They had to and be perfect like, just to stay in a game, yeah, not even necessarily right. win it. And it's like, and it's like, so why are y'all getting all these penalties and and why are you going for it on fourth down or why are you doing all this fancy shit? Just get the fucking you know whatever. But it's like now they're so good that it's like okay, well even if they don't get it on fourth down, it's like it's not the end of the world. Like like they're probably gonna score twenty points in the next five minutes anyway. So it's like that that's crazy to be watching them go for it on fourth down multiple times per game. And it's stress free. <laughs> like I'm not sitting here like, oh my God, they have to get this right now. I'm watching it like, eh, they're probably gonna get it, but if they don't, it's not a big deal. <laughs> and and and, it's, and, it, and and I think another thing that's uh, you know a credit to some of the newer players and rookies is that you know we got first and second year players who are like balling out, like Laporta, who's a, I think he's second year player, uh, the tight end. Man, versus, dog. Uh, Man, Laporta about to man. I might have to give me a Laporta jersey, dog. This nigga yeah. cold, man. I mean, between him, Brian Branch got injured. You know, what I'm saying last game, uh, but he's been balling, and it's just it's just refreshing as fuck. You know, it's like, and I think Johnny had brought this up. I can't remember if we were talking about it, but it's like with you know, there's been so much hope and looking forward to like um you know James James and Will Williams getting into the game, but it's like. I'm not even hype about it no more. And it's no knock to him, but it's like, we have so many players that are playing good right now. Like I can't get hype about a player potential. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It's just like, I'm just happy about the players that are really fucking Dave Montgomery is fucking balling out. He's, they say he's the first, he might be the first player to score five touchdowns as a new player on the team. Yeah, or some I, I shit saw, like that. I, whatever I stat you're thinking I, of, I, I saw it, and it is yeah. it is something like that. Something like that. Uh, yeah. or, or a touchdown a game in his first five games, or some shit like that. Uh, and so you know, it's it, it's it's just wild to see them top of the league, you know, balling out, and it's just you know, it's it's a hell of a season, man. I, I it's like it's just a season we always wanted, we just didn't think we would get so soon. You know, we you know, yeah. you think about this shit maybe three or four years later. But right now, it's like fuck, dude. It's and, and like it, that picture that that I think it was, was, I don't know which one of y'all put it in there, but the Stephen A's rankings that had the Lions fourth. Uh, yeah. Like like that, like it's like kind of looking at it and be like, oh, they're fourth. All right, cool. But it's like, you know, like I it almost took me a minute to register that that was like fourth overall. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like I'm so used to like, oh, are they fourth in their division? <laughs> like, you know, like, 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 wait, you not even like, like I'm accustomed to them being ranked fourth in their division. Not fourth, like not fourth in the conference, not the, but fourth overall. Like only three teams in the whole NFL you got ranked higher than us. Like that. And was the thing like is, crazy to see. And man. then you know, being a a rational fan and being a, a logical fan, I'm not mad at them not being higher because I get why the other teams are where they at. No, yeah, no, not at all. No, I think that, you know I, mean? I think that's the I think that is the correct placement given what has taken place so far this season and given the other, the three teams ahead of us and their pedigree, 
compared to ours, like they are proven as good teams, and we are completely new. To I mean, good but teams. think about it. it's only like well, I think it's two of the, think two of the teams are two of the teams are undefeated, and then it's the Chiefs, right? And the Chiefs, and it's like I would, I wouldn't, I wouldn't. I mean, yes, we beat them, but like I wouldn't. I don't, I don't feel any kind of way about them being ranked ahead of us. No, so the Chiefs are four one. We're four one. The Chiefs have held every team they've played, including us, under twenty two points or under under, under twenty three points. Excuse me. I think we scored twenty two, um, twenty one or twenty two, whatever it is, yeah. twenty one or twenty two. So they've, you know, so they're, I mean, they're playing hell of a defense. Um, and I mean, hell, they play defense. They hit hell of a defense on us. I mean, we just end up winning by one or two. So yeah. they've held every team they've played under twenty three points. And so they're deserving of it. And then the other two teams are fucking undefeated. So we can't, you can't compete. I mean, a, a team is undefeated. You know what I'm saying? So they, they also, should be there. Yeah. And then also, I cannot sit here and make a case that we can beat any of those three teams right now. Like, yes, we beat Kansas City on the first game, but like, I feel like that's when any team is the most vulnerable is in the first game. So it's like, it, it an argument could be made that we were fortunate to get them in the first game. Like if we played them this week, oh, we absolutely. Still beat them? Who knows? Like I, 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 I know we would give them a run for their money, but I can't. And they I didn't can't have Kelsey. Say it. Yeah, yeah, they and, didn't have Kelsey. They didn't have Chris Jones. And, and so would, you know, but then I, also I, we could say also I think that I'm well. There's no I think the Lions team that we watched this past Sunday is already way better than the Lions team that beat the Chiefs on Week One. So uh, like absolutely. So yeah, yeah, man. Like, but the my point is, I can't I can't sit here and be like we should be ranked higher than insert any of those other three teams. Be, I'm perfectly I can't make fine the case with that, that ranking. I can't even make the case that we could beat those three teams, and, even though we beat one of them already. And and, so, and honestly, I mean, rankings, you know, is it, what is it at the moment? You know what I'm saying? We got to, we got we, we to go out every, every game and, and, and play it like it's game one. And you know what I'm saying? So, and they seem I mean, to be doing that too. Yeah. And they're not. And, and I think I, I enjoy about it is that, one of the things I enjoy about them is that I, I think I was somebody uh, it was a um, reporter or something was asking one of the players about, you know, the game. And it's like, you know, they're like, OK, cool. We won. It's, the next game is up. They're not satisfied. And that's mm-hmm. a, that's a good feeling that, you know, they're not they're not basking in these wins and shit because it's a whole fucking season to go and shit, you know. So and, and I don't have Super Bowl, Super Bowl, who, excuse me, Super Bowl dreams. I'm like, when the next game. And let's see if we can make the playoffs and their trajectory. They're on it, but it's like, you know, let's, let's not put the cart before the horse type shit. Yeah. And I'm still, I mean, it, it, it has been decades of the same treatment. I, there is still a part of me that is waiting for the other shoe to come down and like waiting for things to go wrong, waiting for them to start losing. Like, I, but also because of that, I don't take any of these wins for granted. So like going into the Carolina game, I was worried. I'm like, I hope they don't, you know, I hope they don't look past Carolina and think like, oh, we the shit now. We we could, you know, we don't even got to worry about them niggas, we, you know, and then fuck around and get beat. And that's not what happened. That To me, that was another, oh, good sign, you know, kind of thing to put Mark off on a list. Like, wow, they, you know, played a team that hadn't won yet and they beat the shit out of them like they were supposed to. Like, wow. Yeah, <laughs> you know, because, so, I mean, you playing a team that doesn't have shit to lose. I mean. And that may be worse than playing a team that's actually competitive. You know what I'm saying? That you know who who it's wants easy to, to hide yourself up for the Chiefs. Yeah, who yeah, who who wants to be the you know the the team that goes 0 and 5, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, it's like you know, I'm just glad they didn't overlook them and they you know they 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 play because I mean, 
we're still fighting the same old lions, you mm-hmm. know, uh, deal I'm that we've had for it. years. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. right. No, because I mean, you can't like, like I would be a fool to be like, oh, we a good team now, so I don't even have to worry no more. Like, I would be a fool, dog. It's, it's been too many decades. Like, I'm so, but like I said, it's making this ride so much more enjoyable. Pause because I, I like every every game I go into it thinking like this is going to be the game where it's going to be same old lions. That's how I, I don't vocalize that, but that that's how I feel on the inside going into every single game. This is this go that this might be same old lions. Like they're going to do something that's going to be very lions ish. And then I'm going to feel, even though, even though if they do that, that doesn't necessarily mean it's same old lions, but it's going to feel like it at least for a week. And like, I don't even want to deal with that. And, so, but but because of that, when they go out and beat the shit out of the teams they're supposed to beat, it feels great. Like, oh man, I really thought they were gonna fucking look past this team and then fuck around and lose. And now we got to deal with talking about how this team that's really good fucked around and lost to a zero and five team or zero and four team at the time. You know, whatever. But man, like they they've been doing what they got to do, man. It's, and it's been man, it's been fun to watch this team every week, man. I ain't yeah. never had this much fun watching them, dog. Like I was legit pissed that I couldn't watch this game. And so I I was figuring, okay, how can I listen to it? I had to charge my headphones because I was helping my cousin move. And, you know, it's whatever. You know, I, I'm thinking like who the fuck schedules shit on Sunday? But I mean, life goes on for people. So some people gotta do like adult shit on on a Sunday. But right. I wouldn't have. <laughs> I just would have just not done anything on a Sunday, especially between one and four o'clock. But I'm uh, like bet. So I charged my headphones because I, I had to figure out like, how can I listen to the game? Because I'm like, there's no radio app on my phone or some shit. So yeah. you can listen to it on the phone through the uh, uh, what was it Audacity app that has a radio stations and shit like that. So I downloaded that app and was just playing. So we moving. Motherfuckers talking to me. I'm not even hearing them. I got my headphones on. What <laughs> here just fucking listening to the, to the game and shit. So I was like, I didn't, you know, and shout out to the commentators on the radio because they're so fucking they have like they have so much energy is you know it's, it's the energy that you you kind of want when you're you know when you're watching the game and shit it's kind of like listen like i think baseball does that the best to me uh i've listened to her baseball on the radio or something like that where they just have so much energy it's like they're making up for you not being able to see it or mm-hmm. whatever and so you know they're calling the plays you know they're um, they're mentioning the numbers, who's who's blocking all those uh, all those other shit. So, um, but yeah, so I was listening to it, and I'm like, yeah, I'm not missing another one. So, <laughs> Man, I, I, th- this this can be a, a brief divergence, but I love listening to football on the radio. Well, not football, the Lions games. I love listening to the Lions games on the radio. Like, I feel like listening to Lions games on the radio. The announcers have always done a great job of describing it to where I feel like I, I feel like I'm watching it. Like I can envision it. And, and like you said, they get so excited and then you can hear the crowd. And I, I don't know, man, it, it's, it's, it's like watching it. It's like envisioning it is in a different way, equally as cool as watching it. When I'm listening to lions games on the radio, it's my favorite one to do. Ironically, listening to Pistons games on the radio is probably my least favorite because I, I don't know. I just, it's the opposite. I have a really hard time envisioning what's happening because I don't know. It's, 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 a, I feel like it's a harder thing to describe to a degree where you can really feel like you can watch what's going on. And it's cause it's so p- fast paced, but the, like the, in football, they can be like, you know, 
you know, golf hands it off to Montgomery. He, uh, he goes around the right side. He breaks the tackle and, at the 35. And, and he's always like, you know, they, they but get, the thing, they, it's, it's so hyper. dope because it's like you can catch the inflection of their voice when the, when the, when the play is getting better and shit, when mm -hmm. they're counting the, the, the yards. Breaks the tackle you know. at the 30. Now he's yeah, at 35. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, 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 right. And so they're doing all that shit. And so I can't, I can't remember who the one guy is, but on 97-1, but uh, Lomas Brown is the other guy, I believe. Mm -hmm. And first off, I, I thought about this. I was laughing to myself when I was watching, when I was listening to it. Like, Lomas Brown seems like he could play any cartoon that's a bear. Like, I feel like he's <laughs> going to be that person and shit. Like, he has that voice and shit. Like, <laughs> I, I said it to myself while I was listening. I was just dying laughing. But I, I can't remember who the other guy is. But Lomas Brown is the other Dan, guy. Is it Dan, Dickers, Dan Dickerson? Or is Dick he baseball? Could, uh, I know it's, it's been the same. I, I know it's been the same know, guy. Though. It's been the same guy, and I'm mad I don't remember his name right now. But yeah, yeah. but uh, the ticket. Who's the ticket? But anyway, yeah, it was a. Uh, I'm almost. I'm pretty certain it's Lomas Brown. Um, but yeah, man, it just you know, like I say, their inflections when the the play is going well and shit. You know, they they it's 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 really cool. It's, it, it, Dan Miller, that's it. Dan Miller, that's who it is. Fucking Dan Miller, yeah. And so I don't. It's like. One, you know, if you can't Man, watch Dan it, Miller of course, if you, if you can't watch it, of course, you know, you feel some kind of way. But Dan Miller and I think I'm almost certain it's Lomas Brown. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's Lomas Brown. And, you know, like I say, it they just it, it, it's just a good combination of guys. And, you know, it just it makes up a lot from not being able to actually, <clears throat> excuse me, actually uh, see the game. So, yeah, that was that was pretty dope. But, yeah, man, we got we got flex to the 425 game this week. Yeah. Uh, so we be playing Tampa Bay. So um, we'll see. Check us um, out West Coast at one at one o'clock. <clears throat> oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, one o'clock your time, West Coast. Yeah. So um, the, I, Lions, uh, the Lions game was such a slaughter that the first Pistons preseason game started. I would say early in the third quarter of the Lions game, and I didn't turn the Lions game off. But I turned the Pistons game on my iPad and was very comfortable giving majority of my attention to the Pistons game because the Lions, like I, I knew in my soul, I'm like the Lions got this dog. <laughs> like, like you know how you know in football it's like no lead is safe, but I was watching that like this lead is safe. <laughs> this lead is safe. This team, like this team, this team being Carolina, this team is this team is out of their bracket right now. They're out of their league. They're they're playing they're playing against a whole different a whole different bracket of football team right now. Like this lead is safe. I could pay attention to this meaningless preseason basketball game. I'm sorry. I interrupted you. What were you saying? I was just, I was just agreeing with you. Um, no, I wouldn't say anything. <laughs> but yeah, nah, the, but it, was, uh, it was, it was a good shit. I, I didn't. And to your point, I, I didn't even get a chance to listen to why well, I didn't even plan on listening to the Pistons game. Cause I thought I'd actually be home by the time the Pistons came on, but I did not. So. Yeah. And the Pistons game was like, it it was it was back and forth. Uh, you know, Phoenix is rolling out a new they played Phoenix. Phoenix is rolling out the new team and shit. Uh, you know, you got KD, Durant, and uh uh Beal, Bradley Beal as they're kind of like big three uh that they have starting. And uh they were <laughs> formidable. <laughs> uh they beat up on the Pistons pretty bad. Uh, but then the Pistons came back in the second quarter when it was bench against bench. Uh, Pistons came back and got it close by halftime. 
Uh, starters came back out, pushed the lead right back up again in the third quarter. And then the Pistons came back again in the fourth and ended up, they were down. They cut it to nine with a minute and a half left. It, it might've even been less than that. And they cut it to nine. No, it was a minute and a half. And they got three stops and made three threes. Like it was like, I, I, because I was sitting there with, I'm like, nine with a minute and a half left. I'm like, oh, I don't think they could do it. They need a lot of luck. And they needed, they got exactly what they needed. They got the three stops and they got three threes. And they forced overtime and they ended up losing at overtime. But uh, it was an exciting game to watch. But what what they did that I thought was interesting is they, they had Jaden Ivey on the bench. And I thought that was an interesting decision. They had, so it was Cade starting with uh, uh, Burks in the backcourt and then they had uh the rookie uh Thompson Oscar Thompson uh Duran and Beef Stew in the front court and after the game Monty Williams said that had he been healthy and healthy enough to play it would have been uh Boyan Bogdanovich starting in the backcourt with uh with Cade and I kind of like that because one thing I've always been saying about the Pistons is, you know, when I talk about how young they are, is that they could really use a a, a, a veteran presence and a, and a good veteran presence, not just a, a scrub player who's been in the league a long time, who sits at the end of the bench, like a player that plays very meaningful minutes that has the poise and uh, leadership of a, you know, of a true veteran. Mm-hmm. And I like the fact that starting – Boyan in the backcourt adds that veteran presence with the with the scoring of the same scoring ability that Jaden Ivey has, obviously in a in a different way, but you no, know, he, he can put up twenty points just like Ivey can put up twenty points. Like you know, you get that you you keep your scoring in the backcourt, but you add that veteran presence, and then you got Ivey who had to carry the team as a rookie all of last season. Now he don't have that stress. He can anchor the second unit with Killian Hayes, who played a phenomenal fucking game. Uh, he can anchor the second unit with Killian Hayes. They can still have the veteran presence on the second unit too. They can have Burks on there. They can have uh my man uh Joe Harris that they got the the white dude the shooter they can have him over on on the bench you know on that on that unit they can have Bagley on that unit who uh he's not a veteran but Bagley had an incredible fucking game uh they can have him on that unit and i i feel like it's a balanced like a balanced uh starting unit that can and can can give you scoring and defense in the front court with a a bench unit that can do the same and it won't be so lopsided where it's like it feels like you have a bunch of young kids starting with making mistakes and, and, you know, being able to score, but just being kind of like out there kind of freestyling, you know, you could, you could cut down on that and you could have a little bit more poise on both, you know, both the starting lineup and the bench squad. So like, I'm interested to see how it looks in, you know, one, when they get Boyan back, if they keep that same lineup and then two, even if they don't get Boyan back, I, I just want to see, you know, how, you know, how they look in the next game. Like, are they going to be better? Uh, Oscar Thompson looked great. So, it, like, like if they were playing anyone other than Phoenix, they <laughs> they might have won the game. So, uh, yeah, it was a it was interesting game to watch. Trying to see seeing what what kind of team Monty Williams is going to try to roll out versus what uh what Casey was doing, and to, and then to see kind of like the storylines. Like, okay, what is Killian Hayes going to do? It's the last year of his rookie contract. Pretty much everyone wants him gone. He is underperformed as the seventh pick. 
is he going to be somebody who's going to make a name for himself and end up staying on the team? Or is he going to be somebody who's going to, is he going to have the same season he's had as in the previous years and irritate everybody and have, well, yeah. have, have a and good game I, every now and then, but mostly and that's irritate what I'm not going to say is that, you know, I think uh, for the most part, uh, uh majority of, of, of Pistons fans or just NBA fans in general have pretty much wrote Killian off. And I can say I, I didn't have any high hopes going into the season, but just to hear, you know, he's doing good and he had a good, you know, uh, off season, you know, to be curious to see, you know, how, how he, <clears throat> how Monty, you know, uses him in a rotation and see if he, you know what I'm saying? I mean, cause I mean, the thing is just like, whether we want him or not, that's not, you know, the, the issue it's like, you know, if <laughs> he has to be good enough to have some kind of fucking trade value if they decide they want to get rid of him. And then too, I just don't, you know, he doesn't seem like a kid that's going to be a quitter. I just felt like the situation was he wasn't working for him last season and he just had a bad season. And so, you know, having a new coach, I mean, just, just face it, you know, our, our old coach, he just wasn't, he, he didn't have it in him to coach that team. And I'm just, I'm glad that, you know, he was able to stay with the organization and they was able to get a coach that can, you know, probably relate to the players a lot better. And so I'm definitely looking forward to this season, especially with Monty and, and, and then curious to see how they do the, the lineups and stuff. You know, I think, you know, one thing, I think it is a cool thing to, to see the maturity, the maturity in players to come off a bench when they necessarily don't, you know, feel like they should probably be a starter and play the positions that they should, you know, to play to, to win the game. Cause ultimately we win the games, you know, we win the games we're supposed to win, no matter if you're coming off the bench or not, you know, that's the role you're going to play, you know? So I'm looking and, forward to the season. And what, and what was I saying about Jaden Ivy all last season? That is a nigga who wants to win basketball games. There is nobody. I, I firmly believe there is nobody on the team more willing to do whatever it takes to win basketball games than Jaden Ivy. And if Monty Williams tells him anchoring the second unit is the best way to win basketball games, I'm sure he did it. And he didn't, he gives zero fucks about coming off the bench and he's a second year player. He does have to keep that in mind too. It's not like he's a veteran. He could be like, I should be starting. Like if you don't such a second year ass up, nigga, I said, you'd be better coming off the bench, nigga. <laughs> like he can't say nothing. Yeah. Are, are you going to tell Monty Williams? Yeah. I should be starting like, no, right. you know, and, and, and I think he, you know, it just seems I, I seen, so I think he got married over the over the offseason or some shit. You know, he has a kid. Yeah. You know, I think he's going to mature a lot, you know. And we we joked about him last season just having so much, like, uh, un, untamed energy. <laughs> it was just, you know, uh, you know, just it, it was almost like a, a, Russell, a Russell Westbrook, you know, just just zooming up and down the court. You know right. Russell, Russell Westbrook on cocaine. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It was definitely, you know, that level. And so. It'd be cool to see, you know, him with a more managed uh uh energy. Um, so I'm I'm definitely looking looking forward to this season. So looking forward to this season. Yeah, and he <clears throat> him and Killian Hayes both had a lot of a lot of pressure and a lot of weight on their shoulders last year. And Kate being back will help with that too. Uh like and Ivy be, uh, Ivy being off, off the bench, that will help him. I think that's gonna help him immensely. Like I feel like he's immediately gonna be a, a big a big force on the bench all coming off the bench so like i think that's going to help him huge i think it's going to help killian a ton to have that to play off of like i, I don't know I, I think very little uh 
Like, it, it's not going to take a lot for the Pistons to be not necessarily formidable, but like for them to be a a, a team where, you know, night in, we we can, you know, expect them to win some games. Like, the, the, like for them to be a decent team. Like, I don't think, a, like, we're not going to need a lot of good luck here. Like, I, I think these minor changes are going to help. And I think obviously Cade being back is going to help. But like, yeah, I, I, I think I think a lot's going to rely on Asara Thompson. But um, I mean, yeah, I'm really kid, looking forward to seeing. The kid how looks he, really how fucking good, man. <laughs> he and looks then, really you know, fucking good. And then obviously, you know, uh, K coming back this year, you know, he's going to be a huge focus. Um, so really looking forward to see how how his his comeback is. I'm legit expecting something within the range of 25, seven, and seven out of him. That's that's about the that's legit about what I'm expecting. And like we have this podcast to kind of put it as a marker that that was my prediction for him going into the season. But yeah, I, that that's kind of what I'm thinking is what is what he's going to be capable of is about 25, seven and seven and 25, seven and seven is the all-star team in my opinion. So that that's, yeah. I mean, I, I think he has a potential to be that good. So I mean, and, and there's no, uh, you know, it's, it's case team. Um, and, you know, we're just, kind of just waiting to see you know how how he handles it and stuff you know yeah. uh, but I, I i i can't wait you know i have he... i i have faith in him like i i feel fairly certain he's gonna he's that guy so um you know we'll see uh hopefully hopefully he is if he's not oh it's gonna be a it's gonna be a long time before the team's good again <laughs> if he's not but I mean, you never know. You never know who you might have. You know, it's not like everybody's, you know, it's not like every number one pick has been the anchor of a dynasty. Like more more often than not, they are not. So like you never know what, what's gonna happen. But you know, Asara Thompson could end up being that nigga. Who knows? But I, mean, I don't know. I'm excited. Yeah. And I'm also uh one last thing before we move off of sports. Uh I saw this thing with the this ranking of the players that Kyrie Irving doesn't like. But of like aside from Kyrie Irving not liking the rankings and saying that the rankings don't care, it is ludicrous that John Morant was number thirty five on that list. <laughs> like that is absolutely ludicrous. Dog. Like somebody said, this nigga was number nine last year. How would he drop to number thirty five with no with nothing other than off the court stuff happening to him? Like the nigga pulled a like, gun and his stats dropped terribly. Is that right? Like, like all of a sudden he's gonna be a significantly less player. Like duh, that is a ludicrous. That is a ludicrous drop. Duh. Unless they're trying to, I don't know, for some reason, document the rankings because he's going to miss the first, I don't know, how many games he gets suspended for? 25? Something like that? Yeah, 25 games, yeah. Yeah, but I don't know. That, that is ludicrous, though. I, I wish I could have been in that been in the room for that conversation. Like, <laughs> like how did he drop John Morant from 9 to 35, sir? <laughs> like, man. 9 to 35 the... just based on off off-season shit right like if any if anything if anything you probably you you probably have justification to move him up from like from nine to something higher like if i if, like i didn't see this list but i would imagine if josh started last season at number nine if i look at this year's list if i looked at the top nine i would probably see a name or two that that I could place John Morant ahead of. So so to have this nigga number 35 is ridiculous, dog. This nigga would have been the this nigga would be coming into the league as the as the face of the NBA if he could just keep his guns at home. And, <laughs> and he's number 35 in the rankings. Nah, dog. So but yes, we um, can move on from we can move on from sports now. 
No, you're good. Um, so the biggest thing that's kind of been in in news lately has been um the war that has Israel Palestine um war that's pretty much just popped off and shit within the last few days and um I had planned on doing a little more reading on it um but drinking and so (laughs) (laughs) but then Dan showed up (laughs) but right right then Dan showed up and then you know I did not and so um I'm I'm hoping you can carry this. <laughs> you, you were you were drinking wine and and watch some uh, YouTube videos about the Israeli Palestinian conflict. <laughs> like they give you all turn on some football and shut the fuck up. <laughs> right. It's but funny because no, we know we know funny because we, we was watching random. Uh, oh, we was watching video uh, Malcolm's videos, catching up on um, a couple of those I hadn't seen, and then we ended up watching watching Coming to America. Which is wild because the original or the new one? Not original. Oh, okay. <clears throat> I was just flipping through shit. Oh, it's funny. No, this motherfucker was over here so long. We watched Black Hawk Down and then we watched Coming to America, like two full fledged <laughs> ass movies. <laughs> and and you did so much drinking that you completely <laughs> forgot about a whole ass movie. <laughs> yeah, I, I just thought as I think like, oh shit, we did watch Black Hawk Down. Yeah, Black, Black Hawk, Hawk Down, Down probably and, like two and a half hours of shit. <laughs> yeah, Black Hawk Down totally. And fucking coming to America. Um, How does that yeah. even? Like, all right, well, we just watched Black Hawk Down. What next? Yeah, <laughs> and then it was just America. like, oh, come to America. What? Like, that's that, that that's that's the natural natural the natural move. With after you just watch, you know, uh, uh, a war movie, you know, and so yeah, just go to go to something happy, you know, and then we go to right. go to that. Uh, all right, well, we, now we done with coming to America. What next? Spy Kids three. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, what kind of movie? What kind of movie playlist you niggas got? Wacky ass playlist. <laughs> oh man, but um, yes, yeah, so I'm, I'm I'm hoping you can you know uh, shoulder this. Uh, so uh, yeah, I wanted to talk about I I so I kind of wanted to talk about the way it's covered and talked about right now. But part of talking about that has to kind of be set up by talking about what's going on and and like what's actually going on as opposed to like like part of my issue not my issue but what i want to talk about was the way not not, not even just media coverage in an overall sense but the united states media specifically and the united states united states politicians how they talk about it versus what i think is actually well not what i think is actually what is actually happening so and then i also think that it's it's one of those things that like it comes up every couple of years and it's just like, I, I feel like a lot of people don't know the details of it. They just like every now and then it's like, oh, I'm, now I'm hearing about the Gaza Strip on the on CNN all again. Like, you know, you you recognize the name, but you don't know anything about the conflict. So um, I wanted to kind of like briefly, like, try my best to like summarize the conflict and, and, and how it came about. And then I want to I guess I, I don't even really want to I, I, I don't know. I. I want to talk about the media coverage, but I don't really have a, I don't want to say a point to make, but like, I kind of have a question I want to pose about the media coverage that maybe somebody who's a little bit more knowledgeable on the subject than me can answer. Uh, well, is someone more knowledgeable than me on the subject going to listen to this? <laughs> I don't know, but, so tell, but uh, who so knows? Before you, before you get fully into it, answer this for me. Cause I'm, I'm, this is one thing that I've, I've been, uh, having conflict conflict about and I could not conflict just because I didn't look it up 
the Gaza Strip. Mm-hmm. What is that Palestine or that's Israel? Uh, it's in the outfit. It's in the explanation. Okay, got you. Because Go part because part of the explanation ex- is is explaining what constitutes Palestine. Okay. Okay. So well, okay. So so what what it is? So Palestine was originally inha- inhabited by like Arab people. Uh, those people were have been historically called the Palestinian Arabs. And if you think of like, you know, think of the Bible, you know, you think of Palestine and you think of Israel and Jerusalem and all this kind of stuff. These these are Arabic people uh in the Bible. But following uh World War 1, the League of Nations, which is kind of like just the precursor to the United Nations, so pretty much the same thing, uh they mandated that a national home be created for Jewish people in Palestine. And that mandate that movement is it's referred to as the zionist movement it's 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 wanting to find a home a placement for the jewish people after the war uh and after that mandate jewish people started to go to palestine and of course the arabs who had been there already living there are like you know, we ain't got no problem with you, you know, having your own shit. You know, wanted to have a national home and shit like that. But we already live here, nigga. Like, like, like this ain't this ain't blank space, nigga. Like, we live here. And the Zionist movement didn't give a fuck about anything other than getting the Jews to Palestine, including the people who were already there. Um, and they're like, you know, but this is basically they're looking at it like this is our OG homeland and shit, right? It's where our people are from, like you know, like Jesus and shit. You know, it's like like you know, it's where our people are from. So like they they looked at it as we have a historical right to this to this land. And I just want to pause here and and ask if the idea of arriving on on land inhabited by someone else and claiming it's yours sounds familiar does that sound familiar to anybody yes. listening okay i just want to claim because you have right to have it i'm just I'm just just say it does that sound familiar to anybody anyway so of course this creates a conflict between the jews who have now migrated into palestine and the arabs who are already there particularly considering again that the jews feel like like it's their right to be there so in the late 40s and, and when I say, you know, we're talking about history, when you say that, you know, I could be like the 1540s, the 1640s, no, nigga, the 1940s, like not that long ago, like people, people who are listening, your grandparents were alive at this time. Uh, it was like 1947 or something like that. The UN proposed like the perfect solution. It was like, will we'll, everybody get their peace? Like, will we'll, the, the Arabs will get a portion, the Jews will get a portion. And then we're going to like kind of like make Jerusalem its own portion itself. Right. And Jerusalem to, to for explaining present day, Jerusalem is the, the capital of Israel. Uh, so that perfect idea, perfect solution sounds like, OK, this should work. Of course. Uh, so the Jewish leadership was down with that. But the Arab leadership wasn't. Why? Because even though there were twice as many Arabs the plan gave the Jews 60% of the land and the Arabs like, why would we, why would we give the minority most? Why would we agree, agree to giving the minority most of the space when it's like, it was something like double, like there's double Arabs to the Jews. Why would we give the people who is half of them, why, half of us, why would we give them 60% of the land? So they're like, no, we don't agree to this. Um, Like I, we, why would we, 
why would we do that? And and to put that in perspective, let's pretend like let's let's again not <laughs> does this sound familiar? Let's let's pretend that there's a portion of land that's called America that was inhabited by uh what we might call Native Americans, and then let's pretend that white Europeans came over and said this is ours now, but we'll let you keep thirty eight percent of it. <laughs> like how would this, like how would you expect the those people to react right. if that if that's what happened? So that's how the heirs felt about that. But uh, the the proposal was still approved and voted on. And ultimately, this resulted in uh, like a civil war between the Palestinian uh, Jews and the Arab Jews. And ultimately, the Jews uh, won this battle and they ended up displacing like 700,000 Palestinian Arabs. They declared their own independence created the what is known as the state of israel which is that is what we know as israel today it's its technical name is the state of israel but they created that and that is now this is the portion where i I tell you what it is it's like so envision israel as say we'll say a a, a land right a country right 78 percent of that land is like israel and the remaining 22% is split into the two portions that are the Palestinian portions, which are the Gaza Strip and the West Bank. So these are areas that are within what you would consider to be, I guess, the boundaries of Israel. But they are individual like states that kind of like want their own independence. They're like, we are like... We don't want to be Israel, nigga. We want to be like, we want to be Palestine and we want to leave y'all, nigga. We want to leave that shit alone. And obviously that's not what's happened. And ever since then, it's been like back and forth, right? Like the, like Gaza, you know, the, the Palestinian people, they do an attack and, you know, and Israel retaliates. Israel doesn't attack. Israel doesn't attack. Palestine retaliates. And I think now at this point, over the course of the last, what, what did I say, 1948? So over the course of the past, uh, you know, 80 years, I th- I feel like people now don't even acknowledge how this came to be. It's just like if you Israel, if you uh, Israeli person, it's like, fuck Palestine. If you a Palestinian person, it's like, fuck Israel. I don't even know if they even really think about the origins of how this even came to be and who's right or who's wrong. And it's kind of like the same way we do with the Republicans and Democrats here. Like if a Republican makes a good point, a Democrat will be like, yo, fuck that point. Even if they agree with it, just because the Republican made it. Uh, But the reason I brought this up and want to talk about it is because is is because of the media portrayal of this whole situation and how. Hey, Now, before you get to the media portrayal, I'm just I'm looking at maps and I, I, you know, uh. I can say that I've never really paid attention or never really understood the borders of uh or just understanding Palestine and Israel. It's not easy to understand, especially given how again, like the United States is not good with teaching anything outside of the United States. So our understanding of geography is the United States is a country and it has 50 states within it. And some of those states aren't necessarily within it, like Hawaii and Alaska. And that's like our understanding of geography, but other places don't have that. Like, um, so like I, I, I hesitate. I, I'm hesitant on even saying because I just want to. I just don't want to sound fucking stupid. <laughs> but I'm really trying to understand the borders of what Palestine is and what Israel is. It's like 
well, you, you might have to look at a map that uh kind of highlights it, but like you have to let go of thinking of Palestine as a location. It's not like that place is Palestine. Palestine is made up of the Gaza Strip, which is a spot that's like, if you're looking at a map of Israel, it's like on the border, on the like yeah. west western border, and I'm the looking western, at it now. southern border. Yep, yep, yep. And then the uh, the West Bank, which I think is is north of that, but they're not connected. They're not contiguous, so it's not like a like a central location. So like it's 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 a it's a weird dynamic that we're not used to. If another example. So when I say the UK, what do you think of? Like what do you think I'm talking about if I say the UK? Uh just uh, shit above Canada, like higher than Canada though, right? Well, no, 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 no. Not location-wise, not locate not not like where it's located on a map, but just like 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 what do you think the UK is? I actually never thought about what the fuck the UK is. <laughs> so, so, so I'm trying to explain. A, I'm going to try to explain the point about geography, right? So the UK is made up of England, Scotland, Wales, and Northern Ireland. Northern Ireland. I, the, I, I don't know why Ireland I say Canada itself, for the record. I don't know why I say Canada. That was yeah, stupid. It's, <laughs> it's east of here. But yeah. like like Ireland is like an island, right? Yeah. And there uh, the a uh, an island north of that is England, Scotland and Wales. Mhm. That island that has England, Scotland and Wales is aka Great Britain. Mm -hmm. The UK is that plus the northern portion of Ireland and that northern portion of Ireland that's it's kind of the same as like how we get weird with geography. You're like, why would part of an island be part of the UK, which is an entirely separate, which the whole rest of it is on an entirely separate island. But it's like you I'm, you went there. You've heard about the Irish. Uh, you've heard about the Irish uh, war for independence, right? So yeah. Like, yeah. That's why we didn't they, go to Northern Ireland. We didn't. It was some some unrest going there. So we stayed they, in. They stay. They, <laughs> yeah. The Ireland, the rest of the Republic of Ireland don't fuck. They don't want to be the UK and Northern Ireland is the UK and it's, it's, but they're on the same Island. So it's like, it's, you know, it's just weird kind of things like that that are difficult to wrap our heads around because we are so accustomed to the very simplistic. We have 50 States within our country we have and a, then yeah. couple that with the fact that we just don't teach like other shit very well in schools at least well i can't say that for sure they didn't they didn't when i was coming up like i didn't know anything about no, nothing that happened in other places and the only reason even now i know about stuff happening in other places is because i seek it out like i watch the news or i listen to podcasts and i read or whatever i try to find i want to know but like it, it's not it's not information that's just readily put in front of me and it wasn't put in front of me as a kid and i think that's kind of like fucked up our abilities to like like understand how other places operate because it's such it's such a foreign concept to us. So tell me this. So, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Just so give my understanding. So the Palestinian ter territories, when I'm reading on Wiki, just to, so if if this make it, it kind of makes sense. 
West Bank and Gaza Strip are Palestinian territories. Is that is that what you're saying? Yes. Okay, but that's all within uh, Israel, though. Correct. So it's like Highland Park being yes. in Detroit. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yes. I okay. should have. I should have tried to make that. Uh, tried to give you that analogy earlier. Yes. No. 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 That, it, it, you're <laughs> fine. But now it, it makes more sense because you, it's like it, it, to your point, where we have we have city, county, states, country, continent. You know what I'm saying? And that's that's pretty much you know how we you know we kind of navigate U.S. territories and shit like that. I'll use territories as the word, but. It's not when you search like Palestine and shit like that, there's no clear outline until you know how difficult it was for me to find all this information and, bruh, and and put it into a way that I thought I could explain it simply. <laughs> like, yeah, so, it is incredibly difficult to, to get this information because I because it's like you can't. I feel like almost anything you read about this conflict assumes that, you know, certain things that oh, they're totally that we as again that we yeah. as americans don't like maybe it's okay to assume that people in other countries know certain things but like this kind of, like this shit needs to be broken down to me on a ridiculously granular level because my brain has 40 years of of the way of thinking of of the way i've been brought up in this country which is a very limited view so it's like I, like it's hard to understand this stuff, and that like you reading these no, articles yeah. and stuff, it, it's like it assumes a lot of stuff that is not that I need to make sense of. Like, I, like you can't just be like, and then Palestine. Said, I'm like, no, where the fuck is Palestine? Like, and then like, and then trying to find where the fuck is Palestine is not. It's not you can't find the answer to that question. But the, the problem is that the question assumes that Palestine is a location that you can point to on a map with your finger, which is not the case. But we and, think of it that way because that's how we look. That's how we look at maps. Like, and it's funny. Montana? And now right and there. I'm looking and now that I'm looking at the map, like if you go to type in Palestine and Google Maps. It shows the area Israel where you have, you know, obviously, you know, uh, Gaza Strip, you got West Bank, you got other shit, but, and it's funny because it outlines Gaza Strip slightly yep. and outlines West Bank slightly, but yep. if you don't it know what the fuck label you're it looking though. at, and it doesn't label yep. it as that, it just, it, it labels Gaza Strip, it labels, you know, uh, West Bank. It doesn't tell you why it has that little yellow outline around it. And it's not even a yellow outline, dog. That's the crazy oh, part. Oh, well, like, it, was, it was when I, when I, I did the line. same thing. Yeah. I did the same thing on, on Google Earth. Oh, Google Earth. And then on Google Earth, it gives a slight, it's it's not dotted. It's a very it's still very hard to notice. It's like a very light yellow outline around the Gaza Strip and around the West Bank. But it don't it don't put a thing like a strong highlight and then let you know this is Palestine. It just puts it puts you there and it's like, okay. <laughs> so right, like I just sent this? so I just sent you a screenshot of what I'm looking at um and what's that. And that's what I what I'm looking at now to 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 decide what is Palestine. Yeah, no, that's and it does worse than what Google Earth. Yeah, does. yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. So it's like when I looked at, I'm like, you know, what the fuck? And so okay, so no, Google Earth gives you something a smidge better than that. Like, okay, that is okay, pretty bad. Okay, okay, <laughs> yeah. So so Gaza Strip and West Bank is what considered is what is considered Palestine, which is in Israel. Yes. Okay. Okay. And they don't, but and and despite that fact, they don't want to be considered Israel. And then that was the, everything I just explained is why. 
<laughs> like that's why they don't want to be Israel. Cause like, no nigga, we don't want to be Israel. Nigga. We was already here living our whole ass lives. And so, and, and, and I apologize because I think I, I, I was looking at the maps and stuff. They don't want to be Israel because they were there first. Yeah. Yeah. They were there already. The UN decided that Jewish people deserve to have a home that they could migrate to after world war one. And that home would be Palestine. And this group, this Zionist movement, these people who wanted Jews to have have a home to to be at a, a national home. And they said, Palestine, that works because, you know, Jews, you know, that's that's, you know, we we got our, our nigga Jesus was from there, you know, <laughs> not from there. But like, you know, our nigga Jesus, you know, Jerusalem, you know, we we that's our spot. They decided that's where they wanted to be at. The Arabs who were already living there were like, no, nigga, we already live here. And they were like, and and then that created a conflict. And ultimately, that's a conflict that the Jews ended up winning out. And they created that the the state of Israel, which is that the what we know as the country of Israel. And like the what I explained about the uh agreement, the partition off parts of it, the the Gaza Strip, what is now what is currently known as the West Bank and the Gaza Strip were the portions that ultimately uh went to the palestinians so basically it's 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 pretty much comparable to what what europeans did in this country it's even comparable to um like ukraine right now like russia is looking at ukraine like this is our shit and we celebrate zelensky and ukraine for fighting back against that like we don't call the people in Ukraine terrorists, like, but we treat we don't do the same with Palestine. Like we treat Palestine, we call them terrorists. And in reality, what they're do what I haven't explained this part yet, but I'm I'll go back and explain this part. But what Hamas is doing is terrible. That is unequivocal. Like you can't. There's no argument that 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 what they're doing is okay, but. It's less terrorism and more rebellion than, well, I'm not going to say less terrorism and more rebellion, but the United States media in particular seems to be hiding the fact that there is rebel, like that it is rebellion. Like they take that part out of it. And I don't know why. And so uh, the, the, the Hamas uh, military group is the Palestinian group. Correct. Yes. Okay, so the Hamas is pretty much staking their claim of their areas against so, so, Israel. So Hamas is kind of like they, they're they're they they govern the Palestinian areas, and they are, for all intents and purposes, pretty much the Taliban. Like they they're not like it's not like they're good people. Like even though like because like I said, we're talking I'm talking about the original shit that happened like in the early 19s in the early 1900s the 19 you know 20s to 40s i'm talking about like back then that's when we got the arab palestinians and they're like this is our space and you got the jews coming here and like hold up we already here that's back then right now the hamas which kind of which basically rules the palestinian territories they're more or less the taliban and uh so they do all kinds of horrific shit but they're not i mean the Hamas is looked at wrong right now for what they're doing, but are we, are we saying they're not really wrong? No, they are just... wrong. Okay. 
But what I don't understand is why the fact that this whole conflict is not Palestine attacking Israel. It's been a back and forth this whole time, like this whole time. And, and, and it's been a back and forth this whole time. And it originally started with the people who are already in Palestine having their being displaced from their homes. That is how it originally started. And it has been a back and forth the whole time. But for some reason, it's painted as just Palestine doing stuff. Like whenever Palestine do something, it's like, oh, this is a huge terror thing and we support Israel and da da da. But when Israel do something, nobody like we don't cover it. Like we, we don't so, talk about it. So and I don't understand that. So the Hamas going into the Gaza Strip, that was their property. Their, that was their place anyway, though, right? No, they didn't go into the Gaza Strip. They went into Israel. Oh, fuck. Like okay. the Gaza Strip is like the Gaza Strip and the West Bank are truly treated like you are like we are not one of y'all like that. Those areas are uh, like, uh, I don't know if they're literally walled off, but they're walled off like they went outside of their boundaries and attacked at civilians in Israel. Like they, okay, they were, so they, no, they were wilding. <laughs> like, so, or, so what? Hamas lead, uh, So, did they come from the Gaza Strip into Israel? Yes. Okay. Okay. So they broke the. They went over the borders from the Gaza Strip into Israel. Correct. And okay, and they slaughtered civilians. Like, got you, got you. And, yeah, got you. It, and they did. Like, it was no one saw it coming. It was a complete sneak attack. Like and which was crazy. I was listening to a podcast. So I know you listen to a lot of uh news podcasts and stuff like that. And I don't know if you um and I fuck, I'm pissed off that I should have mentioned this shit. It's like a 30 minute podcast, but they were talking about it and um it is the fuck, I can't um I'm going to it so I can um it is the uh the daily. Do you listen to the daily? No, I don't know what that is. Okay, that's the New York Times. They do a day. They do a daily podcast every day, and they did a one on a war in Israel, and they were talking about it. And one of the things they had mentioned is how Israel was caught slipping like crazy. Like they normally, you know, monitor this shit. You know, what I'm saying to like a high degree, and it was like they're so surprised that they were just caught slipping to be able to get hit like that. Yeah, like like it said it was like it was like a low tech kind of joint. Like it's like they didn't it's not like they flew over in fighter jets and like it was something like it's I think yeah, they were fucking like, paratroopers like they and shit. Yeah, yeah. it's like they parasailed uh and then swam and then they said so like they drove trucks through uh, uh gates or some shit like like or walls. Like they it was like a it was a very like ground assault kind of deal, like not something that's very, you know, uh you know, easy to see. So they hit the areas thing. outside of the Gaza Strip. Is that what I'm, get, I'm gathering? Yes. Now, did they hit anything outside of like the West Bank, or did they get that? I don't. Far? I don't. I don't. I don't know. Okay. That, okay. that I don't okay. know. I just yeah. Okay. I just know that they hit. I mean, I know. I mean, obviously, the Gaza Strip has been mentioned a lot in this, and my... I, I think like they they that's primarily like Hamas is it, they govern over the Palestinian territories, but I believe like primarily. The, it, like their their home base, I believe, is the Gaza Strip, which is probably why you hear about the Gaza Strip more is because that's where Hamas operates out of and Hamas is out there wilding. So it's like, oh. you know, and 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 
for anybody that and for me i'm learning a lot from this like i you know just in these last 20 minutes just geographically understanding what where the west bank is where the Gaza strip is and those are the palestinian areas palestinians uh the hamas comes from the palestinians and so forth um my thought was i thought they invaded the Gaza strip going to the Gaza strip but in in actuality they were in the Gaza strip going into israel the borders mm-hmm. of israel Correct. so any so pretty much it was just you know uh wrong i would say right place wrong time wrong place right wrong time that anybody that lived at the border of the Gaza strip pretty much got got yes essentially and i heard like they i mean i don't know geographically how far they went or where they went i just know they went outside of the gaza strip territory into israel and i know that they were killing and kidnapping uh like civilians and shit like that and to, and, and you know the um what's the word i want to use the sensationalism of the news is of course and you mentioned it earlier i think you know they talk they talk about the killing of civilians the killing the babies and stuff like that but they've been oppressed and fucked with for years and years yes and it, it, it like, doesn't it doesn't get covered and it like, doesn't get covered like the the actual civilians who live within uh the palestinian areas like they say that these areas the gaza strip and the west bank are basically open air prisons like these people like they are under the thumb of israeli rule and israeli military and and uh settlers have killed thousands of palestinians like it's not this is not a one-sided conflict by any means like like i said the og start of it was people coming into palestine and displacing the arabs already living there and then it's been back and forth ever since and now these people the actual people not hamas the actual people are like I said, it's, it's it's not a literal prison, but they're living in like they're, the the Gaza Strip is uh, for all intents and purposes it's a prison. You're just not in a cell, but you can't leave either. <laughs> so it, it, you know these people are are living in these shitty conditions, and they get attacked. The Israeli military attacks them. These people are about to get. You remember they're, they're like sardines in a can for the Israeli military right now. Like the Israeli military countered, like horrifically like right away and even that i feel got less coverage than what hamas did originally and it's like i I don't know and and i was listening to a podcast today where like right now joe biden said like uh you know it's terrorist what's terrorism that's happening in in israel and we stand with israel uh trump had the same stance and the podcast was saying like biden has been very very pro-israel even back as a senator and even to a point where even Israel itself was surprised by how supportive he was of them. And Israel is present day considered to be an American ally. And I, when I say I wonder why, I'm not trying to say that they have a reason not to be. Um, but when I say I wonder why, I mean, I wonder what is the value in being an ally with Israel to the point where it seems to me like the American media tries to downplay Israel's uh, 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 activities in this conflict historically. And that seems strange to me, especially when America likes to play the moral high ground because they're doing the exact same thing with Ukraine right now. Like they're pumping up Ukraine 
in who is in pretty much the exact same scenario. So it's 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 almost as like it's almost so, as like if so the US you, was trying to downplay what Russia was doing. Like, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. So like, like how what? do you so how do you as you as in the US, how do you, you know, back and support Ukraine, but you don't back and support the Palestinians because that's well, the same. They're the same. I, I, am I, I am I understanding that right? Kind of. Um, yes, but like it's like at the same time, it's like I can't say how do you support Palestine because Hamas is doing terrible things. So it's like Hamas is doing terrible things that like the Ukraine the Ukrainian military, I don't believe, is killing Russian civilians. Like right, so I, I don't right. think it's complete one for one, but like I just I don't I don't it's it's less about that and more why are they downplaying the Israel uh, piece of it. Like I said, it's like pretending as if Russia was doing less than they, than they are. So it's not, not so much. Why are you not pumping up Palestine? It's more like, why are you pumping down Israel? <laughs> That's a stupid ass way to put it, but I no, thought it was no, funny. funny so no, I no, said no, it no, anyway. No, no, but, no I, I, it, it makes yeah, sense. I don't, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't understand that. And I, and that is a true, like, I'm not even trying to suggest some sort of meaning. I I really don't know. Like just learning learning about this, like I'm I'm trying to figure out like why does it seem like we're downplaying the Israeli behavior in this when from everything that I've read and from, from apparently even what ever what the media covers everywhere but here <laughs> it's a it's a both teams are both sides are bad. Both sides are doing bad shit. It seems like everybody is in agreement about that except the United States. And I don't know why that is. That's that's kind of what I wanted to get to. And then also, and I guess this kind of ties into, I guess I didn't fully answer Delvin's question because Delvin asked, asked our thoughts on people talking about it when they don't really know what's going on, which I didn't really address. And then I also just explained it to those people. <laughs> but um, I do think it's one of those things where it's kind of similar to uh, – uh, like how how when people tell NBA players to shut up and dribble, except in this case, sometimes they should shut up and dribble <laughs> because so, like it's one of those things where like it, you you heard you just heard me explain to you what it is. And now you have a full understanding of just how complicated this shit is. So it's one of those things where like the chances of you speaking on this and not sounding like a fool are pretty slim. So if you think it's something that you need to be speaking on, you're probably wrong because you probably don't understand and you because look how fucking complicated it is and i explained it as simply as i possibly could i feel like i conveyed it in a way that anybody could understand and it was incredibly difficult for me to acquire this information and mold it into a way to explain it like this so in the art so 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 as a recap because we said a lot about it and i don't i'm not even trying to change the subject and move on i'm just trying to get a uh uh, a short story short we can't change the subject and move on though after this though because, oh we can't uh, yeah. but I, i'm I, still i've, I've I, asked I, my question no no no. you're fine i'm just still trying to gain a little more understanding because yeah, I, yeah. i've been in short the reason what is the reasoning for uh the palestines attacking israel the short answer i don't have the short answer because i didn't look up or look into any reasons for this specific attack. Um, I do think I heard that there was like a, it's in response to a recent attack at a mosque or something like that. Like Israel did something and this officially, this is what they're saying is this is their response to that. But like, I didn't bother looking up that because it's, it's, 
it's been like this the whole time, like just back and forth. Like there is, it's who, which came first, the chicken or the egg? Uh, who the fuck knows? But them niggas going, been going back and forth this whole time. Like, and then if if you, if you, I'm sure if you ask Hamas why they did this, they'll say, oh, it's because of the Israeli attack that happened at the mosque last week, or the the thing that happened uh, two weeks ago. And then you say, hey, Israel, why'd you do that thing two weeks ago? And they're like, yeah, it's because when Hamas did that thing a month ago. You know, it's it's just one of those kind of things. So it's like, I'm sure there's some quote unquote reason, but it's really just them niggas going back and forth. And now there's no chance of them actually coming to peace because there's no reason for any either one either one side to trust the other. Like if they actually try to do a fair thing where they're like, okay, we will now make it so that the Palestinians can live in the southern half of of of, of Israel or or we'll just or that can be Palestine and then the top half will be Israel. And and they can't even do something like that because neither side trusts the other side to actually hold up their end of the bargain. So that's really where that's what it's devolved to into something that I really can't explain because it is just the niggas going back and forth at this point. But my, like I said, my whole point is I don't understand why only apparently, because I don't know what the world media covers, but from what I've read and listened to today, apparently the world media treats it like this. Like it's been back. It's a back and forth. Both sides do hor horrific shit to the other side. But for some reason, the United States media downplays the Israel part. And that's what I don't understand. This is, this is complicated. Dog. It's very complicated. And, and this goes back into the early 1900s of, 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 of shit. Yeah. And, um, yes. And it, and it makes it shitty for like, so like uh, one of the podcasts I listened to today, they were talking about uh, the media coverage and they were talking about whenever, whenever something pops off, you, you'll get like a show that interviews, uh, some Palestinian person and they'll be like, Oh, do you condemn you? Do you condemn the acts of Hamas? And it's like, of course, you know, I, yeah. Do I, do I condemn, you know, them killing babies and shit, and, and, you know, and, you know, civilians and shit and this, and this needless back and forth. Yes, of course I do. But the podcaster's like, but then why don't you ask the same thing of Israeli people? If you have Israeli people on, well, if, if you do, why don't you ask them? Like you, do you condemn what the Israeli military does? And he's saying like, that doesn't happen. And he's like, why is that? Like they do shit too. Like, why don't y'all talk about it? And that's, I guess that's, that was my question that I wanted to pose. And what I, that's what I kind of wanted to get to the, to the heart of is why we do that. And it's an open question because I don't have the answer to it, but I figured like, I can't ask that question without first explaining this whole situation, especially given how incredibly fucking complicated it is. And then also given Delvin's question of how do you feel about people talking about this situation when they don't know what they're talking about? And I'm like, I feel like I'm a pretty smart guy. This is incredibly fucking complicated. It was really hard for me to find a way to explain it. If I feel like if you feel like this is something you can speak on because you saw some tweets, you're probably wrong. That's all. That's all. I'm, yeah, that's, that's I mean, all we get to. <laughs> I, I, I haven't engaged in, in many, many conversations this because I was just, you know, I'm just ignorant to it. Then, excuse me. That's the right. Well, that's the right way to be. It's the right yeah, way to be. I just have no, you know, I've seen people saying I, I side with them. You know, even our uh, the fucking our governor, you know, uh, sided with with Israel. 
Um, and because it's easy to do that, like it, they it, just it got seems, their civilians attacked. I mean, when you like, if, if you if you're killing civilians and, and babies and shit, it's easy to say I'm I'm siding with the people who've been attacked. But yeah, of course, not not being able to 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 go in history and and understand why this is happening. You know, what I'm saying it's not eye for eye and shit. You know, yeah. How come when Israel when the Israel when the Israeli military does something to the Palestinian people, how come that's not covered in the same way? that it is when Hamas does something and then we don't get the, I stand with Palestine and all that. Like, why do why don't we, why doesn't that happen? Like, I'm sure there's plenty of examples that we can give of the Israeli military doing something horrific to them, or we could probably just show their living conditions and be like, yo, what the fuck? And, and it'd be fine. But like, I don't, I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I don't know why they don't, why it don't, why both sides don't get questioned. Why only one side get questioned. And I'm not trying to say that that side shouldn't be questioned. They absolutely should be. Like they're they're terrible. But why aren't you questioning the other terrible people? That's all. I, that's that's my that's because my it's the current question. it's the current thing. You know what I'm saying? I, I think a lot of times history gets forgotten in certain things, and you know it's it's the current thing. My house. It's funny. I was talking to my wife today because she was talking about how one of her coworkers had brought this up twice. And like some work meetings and shit. And she was just irritated because she's like, this motherfucker has never, you know, said anything when it came to black unrest when it came into the US. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, this motherfucker never said, well, what about Mike Brown or what about any of this other shit? You know what I'm saying? You're talking about people in a whole nother fucking part of the world, but you've never said anything about shit happening in black and brown communities and shit. So I was, you know, just kind of talking to that. And I was just like, yeah, but I was just like, I just don't know enough to understand, you know, obviously killing civilians and, and, and so forth is a total fuck, a fuck shit thing. But it's like, what brought these people to do that? And the history of it, you know, a lot of people, including myself, didn't know a lot of the history. I think I've learned more in the last hour than I knew of this totally at all. Nigga, I, I promise you, you now more you now know more about the Israeli-Palestinian conflict than everybody you know in your life. <laughs> I'm telling you, dog, this shit is so fucking complicated, and you now have a working understanding of it. And I promise you, you know nobody. There's nobody else in your life who has a working understanding of this incredibly complicated shit. I feel the same way about myself. I now know more about this than everybody I know in life. <laughs> and, and, and but but the crazy part is is that it's still so much fucking more. Yeah, it's it's like you know if if we cover if we you know like there's been like, major events between them in that time between like even right after that like right after they said okay we Israel now in 94 like right after that they had another like little mini war and shit like they've had this has happened multiple times but i'm like well i'm not gonna read all that i get the point <laughs> like these these niggas been going back and forth got it <laughs> yeah it's 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 wild um and it was funny because I, I i think one thing is i think for people who want to know more about shit you know uh, of stuff like this is it's looking at other news sources outside of the u.s like I think the BBC is probably a great fucking source Man. for other news because it's just non, you know. I I want to I, I don't want to say they're non biased, but you know they 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 definitely give the perspective that U.S. news doesn't give or whatever. Man, I just had I just got a theory for why we why we cover this why the media covers it the way we do that like it's so simple 
like, why the fuck did I not think of this? Like, I went through this whole explanation, like, here's my question. Why do we cover it differently? I don't know. Does someone smarter than me have an answer? And then and then I just hit I just hit this weed and I was like, oh shit. <laughs> I think I might have an answer. <laughs> no, man. It's because this situation so closely mirrors our situation. And in our situation, we're the bad guy. <laughs> so why would we want to highlight? Like if we if we if we highlighted the actual reality of the conflict in Israel and Palestine, it so closely mirrors what white people did here that I I I, I absolutely could see why we would not want to align align those two thoughts. Like look how hard we work to bury all the shitty stuff we've done in this country. Like we don't we don't we don't want to bring up no everything is old shit. <laughs> like uh, we don't want to bring up no old shit and everything is old shit. Why would we want to highlight a story that would, if, like I said, I explained it in like two sentences of, on how closely this mirrors what we, the colonization that happened here. Like that's, ba that's what it is. Colonization. It was, it's, it was colonization in 19, whatever the fuck, 1940. And it, it was colonization when it happened here. It, yeah, it's just colonization. It so closely mirrors our shit. That's why they don't want to highlight it because well, it mirrors that, our shit, and that that makes us the bad guy, yeah. <laughs> which we which we are. So, and then we, another thing, no, not, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm, go not ahead, my bad. I'm, I'm not including our people, black people, in that we <laughs> that that we is just the America that we that we like, is that's not, not that that, that, that we is not collective not, at yeah, all. Black people, we are yeah, we hold no, <laughs> we are not we we are in no way responsible <laughs> for what happened to the Native Americans. That that is not on us. But we, so I'm, too. I'm also reading, you know, I'm on a BBC uh, page, one of those what, you know, I, I looked up, you know, just the stuff going on. And another thing that's happened is that I guess people who really know the history, uh, a lot of the history of it are comparing this to um, an attack that happened in 1973, the Yom Kippur War, which mm -hmm. was Egypt and Syria attacking uh Israel on the holiday of Yom Kippur similar to that and so it's almost 50 years to the day or whatever not 50 years today 50 years 50 years ago around this time the day the Israel soldiers were killed and I don't know if since uh the Gaza Strip was uh was uh, uh Israel I'm sorry uh was taken from folks of Egypt I believe and yes so 50 years from that is when that happened. What's crazy as fuck is that. So tomorrow, that was 50... part of when I said how complicated all this is yeah, and how yeah, I narrowed yeah. it down into something that can make sense. Yeah. That's why when I explained what Palestine is, that's why I said the areas that we know today as the Gaza Strip and the West Bank, because there was no point in it. Like I was like, I don't need to explain the whole how you said it. Like it used to be uh, owned by Egypt. And like, like I'm like, that's not. <laughs> That's not valuable information to the story. So but now like, it is I, though. It, yeah, <laughs> right. And now, now yes. And but, now, but but just as a, a for ageism, my purposes, it was not. No, 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 no. But, but, yeah. but, but at that point, no, it wasn't. And when we were talking about it earlier, because I think that would have further confused things. But now, yes, it would have. But now, just thinking that we're in our forties, and there was a war that happened fifty years, fifty something years ago, and it was in nineteen seventy three. I just. I say that to say, when you think 50 years prior, you don't think of the fucking 70s. I'm <laughs>
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like we're getting old. Like I'm thinking like yeah. in the when you say 50 years ago, I'm thinking like in the 40s or 30s. No, that was in fucking 1970s, dog. That's why that's why when I was saying that, you know, about when Israel created what is today the state of Israel in 1948, that's why I was like, I want to be clear that I'm talking about 1948. Right. Like this is this isn't something this isn't ancient history, nigga. Like this, like this has been happening while people like people who when Israel came to exist, there are people who were alive at that time who are still alive right now. <laughs> like that is like this is that was my point. Like this is recent history, dog. Like this is like isn't... like like for reference, this shit happened after Woodstock. No, <laughs> the, the Yom Kippur thing, yeah. Yes. That, that happened in 73. Woodstock is in 69. So mm-hmm. while motherfuckers was at a fucking uh, music concert, a music uh, festival, you know what I'm saying, getting high and living it up, a few years later, there was a fucking all-out war where fucking 18,000 fucking uh, Israel, Israelites or uh, folks from Israel were killed. Like, this is crazy. Man, the, and, and you're just at the tip of the iceberg, dude. Like, I man, I be reading so much shit, dog. Like, it, it, and it confounds me. And you know, and again, I keep going back to that. It's because we only teach not just what happened, not just here, but the fact that our here is so new in the grand scheme of things. Like, we've only been we've only been around since seventeen seventy six. That's all. Like, we coming up on two hundred fifty years. Like there are places that have been around for thousands of years, like like where they have recorded history from the 1400s and like like wars and, and, and all these whole things that have gone on in all these other regions of the world. And it's like it just makes you feel like, man, this whole time I've been sitting here looking at life through a goddamn fucking uh paper towel dispenser when there's a whole world outside of that that has had a whole history of whole kinds of events just like that just like the Yom Kippur times a hundred million that have happened in various uh not even centuries various millennia uh, across all over the world bazillion times over and and we just teach the last 200 years in this small raggedy motherfucker. <laughs> and, and then it. and then and then we teach inaccurate information. Like just, <laughs> right. And then we yeah. whitewash that. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. Like, you know, you you know, when we were kids, we were taught that Columbus found America. Mm-hmm. And it was totally fucking off. He didn't find shit. He bumped into some shit that's already here. And so it's like, not only do we not teach, you know, more more stuff about, you know, the the world, we we we've we we've had a history of teaching bad history and inaccurate history um yeah yeah this is this is this is wow dude um so what do you say to people that's it no I, what i was gonna ask is that what do you say to people who take sides in this um because i don't really have a i don't think i think it's i think it's super premature and probably not smart for anybody to take a side Yes, that's what I would say. It's not it's not wise to take a side because. Leave taking sides to people who have skin in the game, because like if you start, if you if you go out there, right, and you like, oh, I stand with Israel, I stand with Israel. And from your perspective, you again, you see that 
a, a terrorist group, Hamas, killed a bunch of Israeli civilians. And you're like, that's fucked up. And I'm a virtuous person. And I don't want everybody to see how virtuous I am. So I'm going to ch change my avatar, say that I stand with Israel. But imagine that you are uh, somebody, you are a person who maybe you live here, but you you say your your aunt lives in, in the Gaza Strip. and or Or even worse, your aunt don't live in the Gaza Strip because the Israeli military just killed her last week. Like, and, and, now, and now you got to look at, I stand with Israel avatars everywhere you fucking turn. So like, that's when you get the Palestinian, the people who are Palestinian supporters who are like, shut the fuck up. You don't even know what's going on. But then at the same time, they're downplaying the horrific shit that Hamas is doing. So it's like, it's one of those things, it's too complicated. And unless you have some skin in the game, stay the fuck out of it. That would be my advice to everybody. I did all this research just to, to land at that conclusion. Like, okay, I understand what's going on, which means I understand that I need to stay the fuck out of it. This ain't none of my motherfucking business at all. This is the equivalent of, of white folks need to stay out of black folk business. I'm staying out of the Israeli-Palestinian business. That is not my business. If, unless you got you, you got some Palestinian niggas or some Israeli niggas that and you feel like you 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 know enough on 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 from their perspective to feel like you have you know a, a really 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 insightful opinion yeah shut the fuck up don't say nothing about it yeah this is a lot dog this is a whole fucking lot it is a whole lot wow. you know what else is a whole lot Jada Pinkett ball headed ass. Bro, I, I just couldn't imagine being married to someone that's just constantly just embarrassing me all the fucking time. You bald headed demon. <laughs> so she is so, there. Why every time she do something, make Will Smith? I feel embarrassed for Will Smith. Like, oh my goodness. Nah. So she, she come up, so she's coming life. out with a She's coming out with a book, and basically, I guess she has said now, said that they've been separated since sixteen. Is that what what I'm understanding? That's what that's what that's what it is. It's not, and, and yes, it's in the book. But I also saw the clip from an interview she did with that one chick from was she from Good Morning America, or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, well, and I saw her say it like, yeah. So yes, that they've been. She said they live entirely separate lives. Like not like they're just not divorced in the technical sense that that's it but other than that in the in the legal sense they're not divorced but other than that they're divorced that was my understanding since 2016 like, aka what? well before the slap <laughs> uh, he just fine on people for you know the the defendant i mean man, i know it's the mother of his children that was his his soulmate at some point in life but god damn dog but see here's the thing right so I thought that too. I'm like, that's way before the slap, dog. So he going over, he's slapping him over a woman that he apparently has been separated with for what four or five years. So what the fuck is up with that? But then I also read that she also said <laughs> that Chris Rock apparently asked her out on a date by mistake. <laughs> by, what do you mean by mistake? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> apparently he called it and said he'd like to take her out. And she's like, what do you mean? And he was like, aren't you getting a divorce? And she's like, no, nah, that's just a rumor. And then she said that he apologized profusely or whatever and said that he was, uh, you know, he didn't understand. He was out of line, whatever. But so I can see that now. Like, if you think now you're going into the, the whenever the slap happened, 
He's probably already pissed off about the fact that he separated from her in the first place. He's got it. He's now been keeping that shit a secret for however many years. He's also possibly been keeping a secret that this nigga Chris Rock, who's on stage in front of him right now, was like, oh, as soon as I found out that Will, Will might be getting a divorce, I tried to swoop in. <laughs> he's looking at that nigga right in his face. And that nigga starts talking about Jada. He's like, you know what? I'm about to slap the shit out this nigga right now. <laughs> and now I'm kind of just like, I think I understand. <laughs> like that nigga heard you he was about to get a divorce and he immediately was like, yo, I like to take you out, Jada. Like, yo. As soon as I soon as he buy that wine, I just creep up from behind. Dog, like man, if that happened before the slap, <laughs> that had to happen before the uh, slap. It definitely yeah. did happen. It, I mean, it happened before. Yeah, no, it, it, yeah, it definitely happened wouldn't happen before. after. Yeah, but so how, however before. long it happened, you know what I'm saying? Before that, yeah, like man, I don't know, dog. <laughs> like I, you know, the time that I really, you know, I shouldn't say like Jada Pinkett, but the time that you know I think of her, you know, of of, of being, I guess, favorable to me is like you know. Uh, um, a diff- uh, different world. Uh, right. Jason's lyric. Uh, different Jason's world. lyric. Uh, <laughs> what was the movie where uh, where her and uh, uh, Queen Latifah set it off? Uh, Menace to Society. And then it was like, yeah, when she got yeah. older, she just became just annoying as fuck, dog. <laughs> yeah. And like, like even the even the the fact that this book exists irritates me. Like, like it just feels like. All she does is just profit and messy. Like her whole red table thing. It's like, it seems like it comes off. Like it's meant to be like, oh, this is have helping, you know, women having healthy discussions to, to help get through troubling times. Or But it, it really seems to me like she's just like, yeah, let me just air out some messy shit. And a lot of niggas is going to watch it and we're going to get a lot of views. And now the book is the written version of that. Like, hey, I'm going to put a bunch of messy gossip shit in here that you're going to want to see. So buy my book. And just to let you know how much gossipy shit is going to be in here in coinciding just right before the book comes out. Let me let you also let me also let you know that me and Will have been separated since 2016. Ha ha ha. Guess what else is you can find out when you get the book on October 17th? Like, I don't know when it come out, but like when the book come out October 17th, like she seems like she is so fucking thirsty for fucking attention and she's willing to do the messiest shit to get it. And that is so gross to me, man. Like, like I said, the ball headed demon, though. Like, Oh my goodness! Yeah, I guarantee I you. Growth... I guarantee you that book come out. <laughs> I want to say within the next couple of days, but like, I don't think it come out in November, nigga. <laughs> it probably come out this month. Like, man, that like, it's no way she just go drop this news and then the book don't come out until until February. <laughs> no, that book probably come out tomorrow, nigga. And, she, and the thing about the thing about it is that she's so fucking messy with the shit she's been doing. It's like. I don't even feel bad about, you know, you know, I never want to be in a position of tearing down a a, a black woman, but at the same time, it's like, she's so messy. It just, she does, she doesn't even fit that. You know what I'm saying? Like you, it's, 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 it's just so unnecessary, dude. I just don't get her. I don't get her, her doings. Like, I just don't understand it. I'm about to look up when this book come out. I don't, I I don't (laughs) understand it. I, I don't understand her. I, I, it's like I even feel worse for Will now. And shit. Yeah, like, it does come out on the seventeenth <laughs> this month. Yeah, it does come out on the seventeenth. What is that today? It's the twelfth now, man. So it do come out on the seventeenth. I told you, dog. I was like, I know that shit got to come be about to come out. 
man, she's trying to get book sales so hard. That's like to me, that's like the worst. Like, oh, I got my book coming out. So, uh, well, six days, six days before it come out, let me put it out there that me and Will was separated, been separate and been separated since. 2016 like oh my god and it's not even like a and money now, grab this, she doesn't need money she don't need it like man that's another thing to make it bad and not like she's some starving artist or some shit you know what i'm saying like she doesn't uh, i i don't get it dude I, I don't get it i don't get her at all i'm just confused as her as i'm confused about the fucking israel fucking <laughs> you know uh <laughs> palestine uh Palestine Israel fucking war like I don't get it I don't get it the one thing and is that I I will definitely look up more stuff about Israel Israel and Palestine before I look up anything about her but god damn I just don't understand I think her, you get I think you get I think you get it enough and yeah. like I said I think I think the Highland Park thing was a was a good way of a good way of trying to understand it like the way I looked at it in my head was like thinking of like the United States as a country right but then say uh like Utah and Nevada, those two states consider that as like Palestine, right? Like we are we're we're these two states. We don't want to be part of y'all. We just want to be our own thing. And then like imagining like, okay, now we attack, say, I don't know, Denver. And then like the United States military is like, fuck you. And then we like rained out our whole military on Utah and Nevada. And just because they're just like, yo, we just want to be our own thing. Like trying to find a way to make a thing like like a place within a thing that wants to be its own thing. Like, I don't know. It, it was like, hard I, give, to make sense I, give, of. I give you uh, what, what I put in my head is a perfect example of it is. Picture Israel as Detroit and picture Palestine as Highland Park and Hamtramck. Mm hmm. Yep. And geographically, that's how I picture it. And Hamtramck and fucking uh, <laughs> Highland Park is like, we don't want to be Detroit. We want to be our we own shit. Be, yeah, we want to be. And Detroit is like, nah, fuck that. We want y'all too. And they're like, no, 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 no. We want to be our separate shits. And, you know, and shit's popping off. And then, and then also pretend in this scenario that not only is Detroit saying we're not going to let you be I don't know. Let's say they want to call themselves uh, the Highland Tramic. We, 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 we don't want to let you be Highland Tramic. You're going to stay Detroit. But then also you don't get to vote in none of our shit. Like, you know, that's the same thing that's happening there. Like they don't get no say. They don't get to vote in Isra Israeli elections, but it, they still want like you still going to be uh, us, but you can't vote in our shit neither. And, and and we and Detroit controls your airspace, so y'all don't have that. And <laughs> now we're cutting off water and food from y'all, so y'all can't even get that shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I was taking a big swig of water, but yes, hey, that yes, they the do same thing, but just they do that kind of shit too. So yeah, so yes, that is that is a great way of now uh, that doesn't help a non-detroiter but no it doesn't help a non-detroiter understand help it. it but if but but if if we if we tell if we tell listeners that picture israel and picture uh gaza strip and and picture uh what's the other uh other part west bank west bank and we have that same scenario of detroit uh with uh I think I, I think I'm, I I might uh after I post the episode I want to post a picture of uh Detroit with him Tramick and Highland Park just to be a 
of a reference point, but yeah, but yeah, yeah. Anyways, yeah, it's it's a lot. God damn, it's a lot. Shit. Pause. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Super yeah, man. It, it was. Yeah, it's. Yeah, my, my, I like looking at a map that you can. Like I said, our, that helps our Detroit listeners, but not anyone else. But like I said, like try to think of it as like two states within the country mm-hmm. trying to trying to do their own thing. But then also keeping in mind too, putting this into the proper context. Keep in mind that the people in those two states who just want to be their own thing, they were there first. <laughs> Keep yeah. that in mind too. They were there first, <laughs> and then the people that are in the other forty-eight states—they migrated there from somebody somewhere else, and are like, "This is our shit now. We'll give you those two states, but you don't get to vote, and we're gonna cut." What you say? We're gonna cut off your cut, cut off your water. These motherfuckers are pouring. These and, motherfuckers are pouring cement and fucking water supplies. Yeah, we're, we're gonna do shit like that. And and then now if those and then now imagine those two states are like fuck you and they they attack like I said they attack Denver and then now all of a sudden everybody's like you piece of shit <laughs> like, and now and, and, and I said that's downplaying it because again I'm not trying to say that what Hamas does is okay that's no that's no what no, makes it no. Tricky. It's I mean like you can't say but both sides you have to say but both sides but then also say like I'm not saying that what Hamas is doing is okay. So it's like it's it's a it's a tricky thing because yeah. as no, soon as you no. try to say, but what about Israel? Then it makes it look like you're downplaying what Hamas does. Right. I mean, and, and the thing is, multi- and multiple things could be right or wrong at the same time. Um, the Hamas going and killing kids and civilians is wrong. Absolutely. Israel cutting off water and food supplies that are ultimately going to starve and kill kids is fucking wrong too. And just because you don't. You don't hear that a kid is act, uh, immediately dying from it doesn't make it more right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. But now you understand. Like I said, you might not understand every aspect of everything that's going into what's happening now, but you understand enough to know that you need to stay out of it, right? <laughs> yeah, enough to say that's not my business. Yup. <laughs> so that's that's... Again, that's all I needed to land on. I was like, I think I got a pretty strong understanding of this, and I understand that this ain't for me to be uh, <laughs> getting involved with. And then I see when I see celebrities say, "Oh, I stand with Israel," and then I read their replies, and I'm like, okay, well now I also understand why you getting dragged <laughs> in your replies. <laughs> so yeah. Hmm. So, but you want to know, you want to know something else? You know something else? Two things that could be right at the same time: Joe Button and Drake. <laughs> I was just going. I was just going. I, I was just. Yeah, that was a nice segue. Perfect segue. So, what's? I don't want to say what's your take, but um, how do we present this? I, no, I'm gonna give a take. So, I watched the little piece critiquing the little piece that Joe Button made critiquing the Drake song. And here's the thing about here's my problem with Joe Button. <laughs> Joe Budden is one of them niggas that he's very, very good at being messy. And he Mm -hmm. will say shady shit, messy shit, but he knows how to say it in a way where he can kind of claim like he's just saying regular things or like he's getting overly attacked for saying like a generic opinion. And it's like, no, we know what you meant when you said it, though. Like, so he a messy ass nigga, dog, like to a point where I don't understand how people don't 
punch him in the face all the time. Like he's like he seems like the kind of nigga who is like he always talking down to people. Like I don't I don't understand how you, how people don't beat the shit out of him all the time. But speak about two things being right at the same time. He gave very good critiques of the song. Like I can't disagree with a lot of what he said. But he was very clearly hating. <laughs> so, like, that's why I'm just like, okay, two things are right at the same time. He is very clearly hating, but he's also offering some very accurate critiques. And then also, two things right at the same time. Drake criticizes him, saying he's a failure at music, which is absolutely true, and that he sits behind a microphone critiquing and telling other people how to do something that he failed at. Like, how can you tell Drake? How can you say, Drake, this how you supposed to do it? What the fuck is Joe Budden going to tell Drake about how to make music? Absolutely nothing. Because whether or not you like Drake, there is no piece of advice that Joe Budden can give to Drake, who is one of the most successful artists to ever do music of all time. Like, Joe Budden has no advice for this nigga. So everything Drake says is completely accurate when he's talking about how, all the ways that Joe Budden has failed in making music and how sad it is that he sits behind a microphone and tries to tell other people how to do it. And then he ends it by going like, yeah, but to keep it short, I got a, I got a nice house and you got a shitty one. Well, I don't even know what he said. I got an airplane and you got a car. I don't, <laughs> I don't know what he said. Some stupid fucking rich flex. And then he kind of like invalidated his whole point. So I don't know. That was kind of what, that was my take is that, both the diggers was right, but Joe Budden is also a hater, and Drake's uh, comeback of I got more money than you basically served to invalidate all the accurate points he made before that. I mean, I don't know if it invalidates it. I mean... Well, it, it doesn't invalidate it, but, like, it, it, it was it, like, it, okay, well, you did you have to end it with, like, did you make a whole... Why did you have to make a whole bunch of good points and then end it with the worst possible one? Like, right, I right, really right. wish you hadn't done that, but... <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I think I think people people like people like petty until it's not the petty they want to hear and shit like, you know, people love Jay-Z because of all of the rich flex shit he does. You know what I'm saying? They love the the rich flex talk of, you know, what I'm saying rappers and shit like that until, you know, it shit some regular people like us or whatever. But, you know, to your point, it's it's multiple things right and wrong in this. I I. I always cringe at people being like a button being taken back that someone is going to reply back to the shit they say, you know, and I, and I, and I'm not trying to, I'm not it, by no means as some kind of Drake apologist or something like that. But if you say some, if you, if, and, and this album was just me, you know, the, the, the album wasn't great, you know? So that, that was definitely true. I didn't listen to the critiques, but I listened to the album and I know it wasn't great, but, I'm all I'm all for people giving back smoke to people who make critiques about them, whether it's in sports, whether it's in music or whatever the fuck. Um, and just keep it going like that. You know what I'm saying? There's you know, that I'm 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 good with that, you know. Um, but I guess allegedly Drake DM'd uh button on some shit. So I didn't get that. First off, I didn't know that fucking Anthony was fucking Button's middle name or some shit. So I didn't even know what the fuck that was. Did you read that? Yeah. <laughs> and no, I didn't know that either. Yeah. So I'm like, who the fuck is Anthony and shit? You know, but uh, yeah, like why even leak that shit? Why why post that if you didn't? I mean, for one, I, I think this whole thing is really, I mean, 
one, I think, but I think Joe Button does great at the podcasting. He has that is his. I feel like that's probably more of his 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 lane than music probably ever was. Oh, it definitely is. And and, and can we can we just pause for a minute here? Can we briefly discuss why it's his lane? Because I, I, I think this is the best example. Everyone says that 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 the podcast lane is for him, and, and it's true. And I think this is the perfect perfect example of why. I guarantee you, Joe Budden has been salivating, just waiting for the day for this Drake album to come out. Because he knew as soon as I put out my podcast saying something negative about this nigga is going to get the most fucking plays of any podcast I've ever put out. And it's going to make me a whole bunch of money. And like, like he, I feel like it's so calculated. I still, oh, it, it's like it's like TMZ calculated. It's yes, like, it, yes, yes, it's not. It, it's totally it's not calculated. Just like he's a messy nigga, and people like to listen. Like, yes, that is why people. He's a messy nigga, and people like to listen to him. But he's a very calculating, fucking messy, and that's why I think it's his lane. Is because as, he, as a messy nigga, it works for him. Like, oh, I can be me- my messiness works to my benefit here instead of me getting in trouble with the law being being messy in my personal life (laughs) being messy on this show is working for me and i'm really good at being a weaselly slimy ass nigga so i can really make an entertaining messy podcast and and, and, talk about rap very intelligently oh yeah i mean he knows it i mean he didn't you know he button was good until he wasn't and that's that could be like a cliche as you know thing, but you know he had he he was in the music game. He did well until he didn't. Then he just kind of just I don't know his reasonings for not continuing to rap. Maybe he wasn't motivated or where the fuck sales wasn't going. However the fuck, but his his IQ of music is is his hype. His IQ of analyzing stuff is really high, and whether that's like, music, I'm- say it again. No, I was gonna say, yeah, I like listening to him. Like, I like, I like the actual like critiquing aspect of it. Like hearing him talk about like why Drake shouldn't have said certain things that he was saying when he was rapping versus what Cole was saying when he was rapping. Like, just like kind of like the battle of the egos that was happening that Drake didn't know was happening and that Cole did know was happening. Like, that was interesting to me. I gotta like, listen to that because I I didn't I hadn't listened to to his so he so I'm assuming he dissected like him and uh Drake and Cole's song amongst other shit on on the album. Yeah, it's it's a it's a 15 it's a long clip it's a 15 minute clip, and they play the song and he and they pause it every whenever Joe has a point that he wants to make they pause it and he makes the point that's why the clip is so long and they go that and that's what happens he and he's like and the whole beginning of it because the because it opens with uh. Like it, it well it opens with Cole talking, but the first I think the first actual rapping versus Drake, and he's constantly pausing. Like this is the first, like this is how it starts. He's like this is the first, this is the first way he fucked up, and he talks about whatever it is, and then he plays it, and he's like, this is the second way Drake fucked up, and he pa- <laughs> but it's like, like I said, he's good at it because, like I said, he says stuff that's interesting to hear, and that it's it's like, oh, that's a good point, or that's an interesting point, but he's very clearly hating on this nigga. <laughs> Like I said, I guess you could just tell, though. Like Joe, just a hater, man. But I don't know. That's what made that listening to that interesting. But that's what I think. That's what makes him interesting. Period. (laughs) That's yeah. That's what. That's the draw. He a messy ass nigga, dog. But like, he also is really good at talking about talking about hip hop. And and I think 
Button, well, Joe Button will probably benefit more from this Drake beef than yeah, Meek, than than Meek Mill benefited, than uh, Pusha T benefited, totally. Like this would totally, but he he would benefit uh, both of them combined. And he probably knew that he knew that going in. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like he's probably think, fully yeah, prepared. Like when that Drake album come out. I'm gonna find some way to have my next podcast episode be the most po- most listened to podcast episode that I put out in a long time, and I don't know if that's what happened, but I mean, and you know, it it could be that the album sucked, and that could be definitely true. And, it and, <laughs> and yeah, it, it it definitely wasn't wasn't good. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I think that the highlight absolutely was the J Cole track. I mean, um, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Absolutely was the J. Cole track, but yeah, so yeah, I <laughs> I I'm gonna find it. It's I, I just hated that now it's so much of the beef that do you do you know the link do you have you watched that video? Cause I can't I, I want to find that video, but it's you search Joe Button, everything comes up with the Joe Button like Drake beef. It's gonna be hard as fuck for me to find. If you do have find that clip at some point, shoot it to me. I'm gonna try to find that clip from it, but I'm it's trying so to think many, if I'm trying to think if somebody sent it to me or I mean I probably if I just if saw I just it on a timeline this shit. Because if I just saw it on a timeline, then I'll 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 find no, it. No, no, if I saw it on a timeline, I probably would have retweeted it with a comment. But yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, I, I yeah, I, I the album I don't understand, and I know this is not gonna be a point that many people are going to agree with for obvious reasons once I make it. I don't understand why people are so down on this album because to me it sounds like all the rest of them. It just has fewer good it has fewer like good rap songs on it. But like it sound it sounds like 90% of it is this nigga singing over the same goddamn beat over and over. like it's the same beat like the bones of the beat, it's the same fucking. Which he's beat. done all damn near is all his album. That's my point. I'm like, it's I'm like, it's the same as all the rest of them, where he sings over that same beat, except the one album where he put out that was like some Jamaican shit. But all the rest of them, it was like him singing over that same fucking beat, and that's mo- that's ninety percent of the album, and then the remaining ten percent is some incredibly great rap songs where you go like, man, I wish this was the whole album. And that's every album of his to me. And I don't, so I listened to this one and I was like, damn, I I got even fewer rap songs this time. (laughs) But I was like, it's the same. 90% of it was him singing over that same beat. And I was like, I don't, and then everybody's like, oh, the Drake album is horrible. It's this one. I'm like, it's it's not the rest of them. But that's why I said that's an unpopular opinion because if it was the same as all the rest of them, people wouldn't be as big of fans of him as they are. So they must have liked all the rest of the album. So there must be something that makes the previous albums better than this one to other people. I don't know what that is because this album sounds like all the rest of them to me, except the Jamaican one. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I would I would very much love for somebody who's listening to this who you don't even have to be a Drake fan. Just, just somebody who understands what makes this album worse than the other ones. If you could explain that to me, I, I'm all ears and I'm not being... I'm not being facetious. Like I'm genuinely curious because it, to me, it sounds like all the rest of them. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's all I got to say about it, man. Yeah. I, re- I really wish I, like, I really wish Drake will put out an album full of 
not necessarily full of what's it called first person shooter not necessarily full of first person shooters because like that song is so good that it that's an unreasonable expectation <laughs> to expect the whole album of that but like man i wish this nigga would put out a whole rap album dog like he put out a whole he put out a whole jamaican album <laughs> like, like I mean, and, and, and it's album, and it's crazy because it, it it follows the same format of like the past album. Like the other album had the one song with uh Twenty One Savage, which was the yeah. best song on it. The rap again, which was the best, which was the only song that <laughs> only song of that album. That I was like, yeah, I'm gonna keep this one. <laughs> like, I I don't know, I don't get it. Why do I only get one song per one one to three songs per Drake album that I'm like, oh, this one's a keeper. And then, but then it's all, they're always so good that it makes me angry. Cause I'm like, why do I only get one to three of these? Why can't I get 12? Like pause. Like, <laughs> I, gotta, I don't understand why he keeps making the same album over and over. And then now I further don't understand why everybody dislikes this one so much. <laughs> well, I mean, shit, he, he, he's making, cause it, it works for him. It just, it sells. Yeah. I know why. Yeah. I know why he's doing it. I don't. I don't know. I don't know why people don't like it anymore. Uh, th- because, like I said, it sounds the same to me. But if somebody wants to explain to me how the other ones are different, uh, I'm all ears. But yeah, I don't know. It sounds it sounds like about 15 Marvin's rooms and and one to <laughs> one to three of the motto. <laughs> like that's that's every Drake album. 15 Marvin's rooms and, and one to three of the motto. That like. Uh, <laughs> I have yet to hear a Drake album other than the Jamaican one that goes oh that strays away from that concept. So but that's my I has to be unpopular opinion on Drake because if everybody felt that way, he wouldn't be so popular. Uh yeah. <clears throat> well, that's all I got. Yep, that's all I got. We can stop boring everybody for this week. No, I, 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 I mean, if anything, you know, I think people would take take from this episode. I mean, is the the war explanation, you know, was at least for me, shit, it was fucking hell of insightful to be able to learn as we talked about it because I really didn't know a lot about a lot about that shit at all. Like these niggas talking about the guys of strip, they're gonna be taking their headphones off like that meme with the man on the airplane taking the headphones off looking angry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This niggas talking about Palestine. <laughs> like the nerve of these motherfuckers. All right. <laughs> why, why, why they don't read Craigslist ads no more? <laughs> Goddamn Gaza Strip. <laughs> like we'll go to lesser lesser uh serious topics next week or or whatever. But yeah, this for me it was it was definitely a learning experience because uh man, I I like I say, just g- the geographic shit of it that i just did not know i was just I love, like i love fuck? how blown away you are by the geographical part of it <laughs> yo because i really didn't understand like where they it fit in where it was like i was just totally like blown away like like where and is do this you shit at? and here's the thing how important is that to just your basic bare bare level understanding of what's going on Understanding the geography is essential to even even getting started with understanding. And the geographical part is complicated. That's why I'm like, stop. Don't talk about it, y'all. You do not understand. (laughs) You can't even begin to understand if you don't understand the geographical part. And the geographical part is not going to be 
easy for you to understand if you're American. So just leave it, leave it the fuck alone. <laughs> it, yeah, the the geographic part is so intricate to to just just understanding at least because I you know you see pictures of the Gaza Strip and I'm thinking like did these motherfuckers come off the water? Like where are these motherfuckers coming like, from? Yeah, like you don't even understand like like it's it's so you would think that understanding the geography could not possibly be this essential to understanding what's going on, but, but it's it, so, it is essential. so essential and it is so complicated. <laughs> so like, essential. Leave that shit the fuck alone, dog. Yeah. Let, let, let them figure this shit out and, <laughs> and just, you know, play, play the sidelines. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to change my avatar to like a picture of both flags and just go say like, let them hoes fight. <laughs> <laughs> That's not bad at all. I I actually like the idea. <laughs> that's gonna be my that's gonna be my avatar. Like, oh, what do you think about the, the, the conflict? Let the hoes fight. Let uh, the like, fight. I, I, I ain't in it. Like, I, I ain't even. I in have it. no skin. No skin in the game. Dog. Just nope. Let the hoes fight. No, we got we got the police killing my people over here. So I'm gonna worry about that. <laughs> and I'm gonna let y'all let y'all handle what y'all got going off. I wonder going can I get away with weird uh, ass geography? I wonder can we get away with what what. Will hoes come up as a bad word in a title? Let them hoes fight. I don't know. I'm gonna try that. I don't know. <clears throat> make sure, make sure you super save the file just in case. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I might try that. I, I'll try to get crafty with the uh, with the title, but uh, yeah, let them hoes fight. Yeah, that's that's their deal. Let them figure that <laughs> shit out. That is not on us. Yeah, that that, that can be the succinct little little piece of advice like what up though says when discussing the israeli-palestinian conflict let the hoes fight let the hoes fight it's <laughs> not our deal let's not get involved we got too much shit cancel some worse uh student loans let's not right <laughs> we already we got we got our senators over here rebooting and shit uh we we worry we worried about this we uh, have our own fucking problems let them right. do their shit yeah that's 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 for them to handle All right, right, we can wrap this up. (laughs) That's all I got. Yep. All right. Peace. Peace.